Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 75 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we discuss those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I'm your host, the Razgrees, with my co-host, the Buck Grundle, bringing you new and interesting stories from the far reaches of the internet. And, Buck, you've got some winners this week, buddy. You know, I I, uh, I was talking to you uh, pre-recording here, and I am I am I am a little proud. I am a little proud. I think I think I got myself a real set of winners for the Gallery of Rogues this week. <laughs> well, <You> well know? <laughs> it, we came up with it with an ep- title for this episode. It's dildos, dildons, and dead presidents. Uh, hopefully it lives up to the hype. So we're going to start out with ABC7 News. Man arrested for trying to rob, rob Waffle House with finger guns. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. This happened in Madison County, Florida. A Florida man. Oh, oh, a Florida man. Florida man, Florida man. Does whatever the fuck he can. Makes headlines every time. As Buck continues to play with his microphone, here comes Florida Man as he was arrested trying to rob a Waffle House with finger guns. Madison County Sheriff's Office deputies said Edward Rodriguez was arrested for an unarmed robbery and assault. An employee with the Waffle House on Bandit Street in Madison called 911 after the incident that took place around 8.09 p.m. on Monday. Madison County deputies said no one was injured and the suspect got into a car and left the parking lot. Multiple deputies responded and witnesses told them a white man wearing a gray hoodie, dark jeans, and a dark hat went into the Waffle House with his dog. Investigators with the sheriff's office said he started shouting, get on the ground, y'all are getting robbed. (laughs) Y'all are getting robbed. Uh, the suspect said he was high and drunk before grabbing some napkins and walking out. <laughs> Deputies said the suspect didn't appear to have any weapon, but did raise his hands with his fingers in the shape of a gun. Investigators said they identified Rodriguez as a suspect from witness descriptions and video surveillance. He was found at his Madison home on Dinkin Street. Deputy said he did admit that he was at the Waffle House to get some napkins and said he was going to rob the restaurant. Rodriguez was arrested and taken to the Madison County Jail. <laughs> he just took the napkins and left. That's it, it. Like convincing me that mental health played a huge part in this. No, it's going to be it's no. going to be a hard sell. They outright said in the article that he was high and drunk. He said and he was what? high and drunk. Well, I mean, like in the article, you know, regardless, it has been noted like drugs and alcohol were the perpetrator here. And buddy, they did not disappoint because no good story ever started with a salad. But God, I'll tell you what right now, robbing a place of finger guns. Well, see, that must have been well, some good when I, booze. When I read the uh, the headline, I thought he had like his hand in his shirt, you know, trying to in his pocket, trying to say he had a gun in his pocket. Nah, this dude comes in and goes pew pew. <laughs> Look at like hey, fucking man. Yosemite Sam. <laughs> hey, what 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 can we say, man? The Sunshine State never disappoints. It doesn't, and that's why it has its own theme song. Okay, so so what are we gonna give this guy? There was no weapon actually involved. He was just a drunk asshole. Um, I'm going to give him a two. 
Yeah, give him yeah. a two. I'm going to give him a two. <laughs> our, our next story comes out of Syracuse from Syracuse.com. Firefighters rescue naked man stuck in landmark theater ballroom wall for several days. Syracuse, New York. A man was rescued Friday morning inside the wall of a landmark theater after being stuck there for several days. Why do they do that? Uh, at around 7.30 a.m., the Syracuse Fire Department responded to a report of a man stuck in a wall in a theater in Syracuse. Uh, Fire Department Chief, Deputy Chief John Kane said. An employee at the theater heard the man yelling for help and called 911. The 39-year-old man got into the building uh, on Tuesday. He had been seen wandering around the theater earlier in the week. Uh, employees said they had seen they had seen the man, lost track of him, and thought he had left the building. I don't know if he was entering to keep warm or use the bathroom. I don't know. Instead of leaving, the man got into a crawl space in the building. Uh, he was in the hiding spot for, for two days before he fell into a space in the wall uh, of the man's bathroom and became trapped. Firefighters with Rescue Company 1 drilled a hole in the wall and used a fiber optic camera to determine the man's exact location. They next carefully cut through several layers of drywall and structural clay tile to free the man. The man was naked when firefighters found him. (laughs) The man was transported to Upstate University Hospital for evaluation. The man had no visible injuries, but was probably suffering from dehydration. At this time, no criminal charges have been filed against the man. Why was he naked? (laughs) Like, you're going to drop that bomb in there and not give... Any more context clues? Do you realize how many dots there are to connect now with this that will never, ever, ever happen? There are lines, there are line segments just waiting to be created here that can never exist. Thank you. So he's probably a homeless guy looking for a place to, you know, be inside. They do that all the time. They look for public buildings that they can get into, and they go set up camp in places that no one else ever goes in the building. There's been documented cases in buildings I've worked in where someone has lived there for a long periods of time before anybody even realized it. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just the nature of the beast. But why was he naked? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <sighs> like, man, that's a, that's a really big plot point that should have been expounded upon. I'm just saying. Indeed. Like, I'm just saying. Indeed. There's not really... Like, you know, there's a lot here that we could make fun of, but without really knowing more about the circumstances, it really just sounds like somebody just trying to stay warm. By taking their clothes off. (laughs) Right. And that's just the weirdest fucking part. Like, uh, like that leaves, uh, whatever. I give this guy, like, a not even a well yeah i give him a two they had they had to break the wall to get him yeah they they they, there was a lot of damage there was some damage there was yeah i'll give him a two well i'll give him a two yeah i give him a two as well our next story comes from oh man who's this winner man who's (laughs) this winner oh this this guy's picture he just looks like he just he knows he fucked up yeah that's just that like he knows it this is this next one's coming from fox news 11 um and guess where it's from buck it's from west virginia a man faces murder charge after being accused of hitting a man with a leaf blower in a spat over a pig yeah and hogwash oh my lord no 
Oh, yes! Andrew Franklin Bush, 26, of Looneyville. <laughs> make sure that's a real place. Get, 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 your, get your phone out and make sure that's a real place. <laughs> oh, I'm going to fall out of my chair laughing at this. Is charged with second-degree murder and malicious assault. A following an incident took place October 22nd on Canoe Run Road in Looneyville, according to Rowan County Magistrate Court records. The charges are in connection with an incident in which state police said Bush stuck William Greethouse with a leaf blower. The Rowan County Prosecutor's Office said Greenhouse died following the incident. State police said troopers found Greenhouse uh, in the bed of a pickup truck when they arrived at the scene, and he was unconscious and not breathing. Typical signs of death. <laughs> Three re- witnesses reported that Greenhouse, the alleged victim, Bush, and another man were attempting to move a pig into the bed of the pickup truck that was parked in the driveway. According to the complaint, the cage broke and the pig dropped to the ground. Witnesses said Greenhouse and Bush began yelling obscenities at each other and then began punching each other in the face. Before the altercation was broke up, witnesses said Bush picked up a leaf blower and struck Greenhouse in the head with such force that the leaf blower tube broke. That's not a whole lot of force. Just want to say that. Leaf blower tubes are very light and plastic. The complaint said that Bush got a statement to troopers and acknowledged hitting Greenhouse with the leaf blower and he was sorry for what he did and that hitting him with the leaf blower was too excessive. Bush is currently held at the uh, center, I'm sorry, Central Regional Jail on a $100,000 bond. FYI, Looneyville is in fact a real place. Dear Lord. It's an unincorporated city in Roan County. Where the heck is that at? North, south, east, or west? Or is it down the panhandle? No, it's not near the panhandle. Well, it might be the northern panhandle. Not that here. important. We've just both spent a lot of time in Morgan County, West Virginia. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Not that important, Buck. It, it's, 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 not, it's, not, it's not geographically important either. It's kind of like it looks like it's near like the right butt cheek of West Virginia. <laughs> okay. So what do you want to give Mr. Bush? He killed the dude with a leaf blower, man. He, he killed... did. What an uncultured swine. <sighs> Over a pig. <laughs> So the question remains. I'm sorry, I must be hamming it up too much. (sighs) Just just give me the number. Just give me the number. Two. Two? You're giving him a two? He looks he looks sorry. (laughs) Now he gets a three. A three? He killed a man. He killed a man with a leaf blower. <laughs> Over a pig. Over a pig. <laughs> Isolated incident. Doesn't seem like that SBA, SPCA needed to be involved. You know, All right. I'm, I, I'm, just, I'm giving him a four. A three. I'm giving him a four. You give him your three. I'm giving him a four. And I'm not giving him a five just because it wasn't intentional. 
Our next one is coming from cbc.ca. Two people pass out from gas leak while trying to steal a furnace, Winnipeg police say. Wow. Officers responded to a report of a break-in, uh, and, I'm sorry, a break-and-enter. It's not breaking and entering, it's the report of a break-and-enter. <laughs> that, hey, that could be Canadian code. It's Canadian. It is Canadian, because it's in Winnipeg. From a vacant right. Winnipeg house at, uh, on the weekend, uh, had to be rescued after accidentally causing a gas leak and passing out. I just read two paragraphs at once. <laughs> okay, so... Officers responded to the report of the break-in. Uh, it was on Sunday, I'm sorry, Saturday morning. Uh, residents had reported an odor of natural gas, which could be smelled outside. The officers who responded noticed the strong smell coming from the house and spot- spotted two unresponsive people inside. Police went in and rescued both adults, who had been overcome by the noxious gas fumes. Once outside, uh, the pair, a man and a woman, both in their 40s, regained consciousness. They were assessed and treated by the Winnipeg Fire Paramedic Services. Both were detained and later released without charges. Wow. Uh, Police said they believed the two had broken into the empty house and were trying to steal the furnace when the gas feed became dislodged and caused the leak. Uh, Manitoba Hydro was also on the scene to repair the damage and secure the leak. So what? The cop just says, Well, hey, I believe they've been punished enough, eh? (laughs) Just let them go. (laughs) That... I mean, seriously, no charges. Is that what, is, is that really? <laughs> is that really how Canadians sound to you? They do, eh? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> oh my gosh! As long as you say "a" eh, a lot, you're good. <laughs> you sound like a Canadian stroke victim, man. Like, come on, dude. They have regular. These hey, you, they're people. You were the one walking earlier. Yeah, walking. Yeah, rolling around, saying you smelled toast earlier. Yeah, just saying. I don't even remember. Jesus fucking Murphy. All right. So, I, again, I'm gonna have to give this couple of three as well. I just am. Yeah, nobody has heard you except know. themselves. I can, I can, I can get on board with a three, but I also want to give the cop a rating. <laughs> These people yeah. break into a house. They're stealing. They're stupid. You caught them in the, like... Literally in the act. act. And you're just like, like oh, let them go. <laughs> if, the, if the gun were smoking, the house would have blew up. With that's, all that gas. That, that was his logic. <laughs> like, that's that was his logic. He's like, oh, you gotta have a smoking gun in order for there to be a crime. If the gun was smoking, the house would have obviously blew. So, yeah. You guys, uh, you know, whatever. You can go. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be more trouble to do the paperwork than it would be to to just, you know, just do me a favor and sweep the floor on your way out. Let's ma- We gotta make it look like you were not here. <laughs> God. Okay, and we're back for the second half of episode 75. And we're going to go right into it with newshub.co.nz. Boy rushed to Chinese hospital after sticking 31 magnetic balls up his penis. Yep, that happened. 
a 12-year-old boy was rushed to a hospital to remove 31 magnet balls from his bladder. The child from China admitted to inserting the the magnetic balls into his penis while exploring his anatomy. The toys traveled up the boy's urethra, eventually becoming stuck in his bladder. After complaining of severe abdominal pain, the boy was taken to the hospital and underwent surgery. Two months after the mishap. The toys known as Bucky Balls uh, proved very difficult for doctors to retrieve due to their magnetic properties. They tend to slip when trying to grasp them, and they form a large ball-shaped cluster. To avoid the need for invasive... (laughs) To avoid... Bucky Ball. (laughs) Bucky Balls can tend to be very slippery at times. Jesus Christ. (laughs) To avoid the need for more invasive (laughs) surgery, doctors pumped air into the 12-year-old's bladder and effectively located and removed the Bucky Balls. He is expected to make a full recovery. <laughs> Poor fucking kid. Oh, man. <laughs> um, it's a kid. I don't know if I wanna... he's, he's 12 years I, old, man. I can't. I'm not. I'm, I will label this as a liability. But I will not give him a score. No. I just can't. <laughs> I just can't. That's funny, though. But... <laughs> oh, man. It is funny. <laughs> Our... Beware of Bucky Balls. <laughs> Jesus. The next is being reported out of Lexington with Lex18 News. Corbin woman allegedly stabs cousin after getting into an argument over a sex toy. Yeah. According to the arrest citation, an officer was dispatched to Mitchell Hill Road on Saturday afternoon in reference to a stabbing. It states Crystal Denham called 911, stating that she had stabbed her cousin, Michael Barton, who is also her neighbor. Uh, Denham was sweeping the porch when an officer got to the scene. (laughs) Denham told the officer Barton came to her house and tried to get into an argument over the sex toy. She borrowed it, and he said he wanted it back. (laughs) The citation says she told him to get off her property, and when he grabbed her by the elbow, she used the kitchen knife she was holding to stab his hand. Barton's injuries were considered minor, and he refused medical treatment. He told officers Danham began acting crazy when she stabbed him when he went to leave. When the officer told Danham she was under arrest, the citation says Danham started to yell and said she wasn't going to jail. The officer pulled out a taser, and according to the citation, she formed a fist with each hand, bladed her body in a fighting stance, swelled her chest, and began approaching. The officer stepped to the side and pushed Danham to where she <laughs> became compliant and placed under arrest. Danham was charged with second-degree assault, second-degree disorderly conduct, and menacing and resisting arrest. Can we just go back to what started this? <laughs> Barton came to her home to get and got into an argument over the sex toy. She borrowed it, and he said he wanted it back. He lent his cousin a sex toy, and he wanted it back. I want to know what the hell toy this is and why Buck's mic's muted right now. Because he's trying to talk and he's got this great reaction on his face. Like he has something important yeah. to say. I just want to know. I just want to know what kind of sex toy this was. I know. Like, 
like what could cause this like I've seen things like politics, religion, money, children, shit like that tears up families quick. You know, I've seen who 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 cooks a better Thanksgiving dinner cause family turmoils that have escalated into fisticuffs, but I never once thought that a sex toy would do it. I just I, I know it's a very hot-button subject for some people, but I didn't think that it would be a cause of turmoil within the family unit. Well, And I am very perplexed by this. Let's, let's just stick right there, Buck. The family unit! Why are cousins loaning each other sex toys? <laughs> I know you have a very large family. You have a very large family. You guys might as well right. be Catholic. <laughs> but... Have you ever loaned anybody in your family a sex toy? Or has anybody in your family ever loaned you a sex toy? I don't believe anybody in my family ever admitted to me that they even own one. Much less... Like, I am I am a very rare bird in my family. I will talk about just about anything because I have no pride or shame. Whereas the rest of my family keeps those cards very close to their chest and do not talk about such things. Yeah, they just they just don't. So no, no, there there would be no exchanging of sex toys. As a matter of fact, I think that we would all be very disgusted by even entertaining the thought. So I mean, how does that conversation take place? Boy, I got this new dildo. You have got to try it out. Tell you what, I will loan it to you. Just make sure you wash it before you bring it back, and you're gonna love it. Right. Like, and if it's your male cousin loaning you a sex toy, you know where he had that, and where are you gonna put that thing in your own? No. No, I mean, like, I understand. You know, you know, you know where it there's, was. There's bleach. Well, no, yeah, of course, we both know where it was, man. <laughs> we both know where it was. Okay. Okay. That no. <laughs> it's no. Like that's a no. Okay. Even like, even a responsible sex toy owner has two different sex toys for those for those different ports. I mean, like, come on. Ports. <laughs> I mean, but I, I, I don't know why I'm dancing around the subject, but, you know, you got a different dildo for your dick and one, for your dick. You, for put, your you put a dildo in your dick? <laughs> wow! I, mean, I don't even own a dildo. I don't even own it. Like, so I'm sitting here trying to talk about something that I literally have, like, the equate, like, an elementary knowledge of. I just... <laughs> In my in my very limited scope of knowledge, I can say that you don't loan those. Like, a among other people is very taboo to begin with. But once you start breaching the the family tree, like, nah, no, 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 no. What score are we going to give these assholes? <laughs> um, I'm going to say at least a three. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Let's just continue moving on. Well, this next story is coming from the pedestrian.tv. And I, and I didn't like read too much into this. I don't even know who this cat is. All I know is I believe, I believe this is Australian politics. I think. Uh, Tim Smith embattled liberal 
Victorian member of the Q, K-E-W, is remarkably resist, uh, resisting calls to resign from Parliament immediately following this past weekend's incident in which he allegedly got behind the wheel of a brand new Jaguar after consuming a shed load of booze and summarily crashed it into a family home in Hawthorne. Those calls for Smith's resignation from Parliament come from the, not from the opposition, but from close allies. Matthew Guy, the state opposition leader and noted friend of Tim, has asserted in no uncertain terms that Smith should not contest the next election, effectively demanding that he bow out of state politics. However, Smith, who reportedly blew in a fairly eye-watering .131 at the time of the incident, has apparently been resolute in his aim to remain in Parliament. Smith has thus far resisted calls for resignation and opined, should one horrendously poor judgment call uh, render one's career over immediately? In a fairly staggering interview on 3AW Wednesday morning, during which he claimed that his .131 breath test reading was merely the result of a few glasses of wine. So the question begs, is it fair to call for a politician's immediate resignation over an incident of poor judgment? But perhaps the better question is, if this had happened to a rival MP, would Tim himself call, be calling for their resignation? With a t hat tip to Twitter, uh, let's check the archives, shall we? Uh, <laughs> uh, November 21st, 2016, Smith calls for School Zone founder Roz Ward, not an MP, to resign after trying to remove the MAGA hat of a Trump supporter, uh, supporting agitator at an otherwise peaceful anti-Trump protest at Moash University. And literally, this goes on, uh, like, this dude, and it, it just shows Twitters, um, or tweets, rather. And Daniel Andrews' mate, Roz Ward, must resign after being caught embarrassing a bystander because he didn't like the look of his hat. And here's another one. Uh, on June 21st of 2017, when he calls for Labor Speaker Telmo, I'm not even going to try to pronounce it, to resign over a... $50,000 plus overseas travel bill, which was footed by taxpayers. Uh, this person did quietly retire from politics the following year. The roaring, dodging former speaker, Telmo, whatever, should resign from Parliament and cease taking money from taxpayers. He has no shame. And there's another one. In, in Labor's education state, when a state, uh, sorry, when a student plots to murder another student, it's the victim who has to leave school, not the perpetrator. James uh, Merlino, whatever, uh, has breached his duty of care to the victim. He should resign. Uh, so Tim Pilkin stealing $400,000 of taxpayer money to win an election is acceptable. What a sense of entitlement. What a crook. We simply can't trust him with our state's finances, and he should resign. You are a complete disgrace, Daniel Andrews MP. Resign. The Premier of Victoria, Daniel Andrews MP, is unfit to hold office. He must resign. Daniel Andrews must resign. Daniel wow. Andrews must so he resign. Just... He's a complete disgrace who has no shame. Tim Pallas has personally enriched himself because of the deal he negotiated on behalf of Victoria with Transbaran. Uh, he has a massive conflict of interest. He must resign. I'm not even halfway right. through these, Buck. This dude... Right. They're... 47 times this guy has re has demanded resignation for things ranging from A to Z and he blows a 0 
crashes into a family home. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'm still the best man for the job. I'll, I'll represent you and your family. I'm here to protect the people. No, dude, you actually did the opposite of that. You, you, and, and it's not even speculatory. It's not even like a scandal. Like, no, dude, you did it. You don't do it. <laughs> like, like, once you've done it, you've done it. This dude just like, on, a guy... da- on like a semi-daily basis tells somebody on Twitter they have to resign. <laughs> right. And now, now it's like, you're sitting there. It's like open mouth, insert foot. Like, mm, no, dude. Like, the kettle is now calling the pot black. You know? This dude just sounds like a real buddy fucker to begin to begin with. Indeed, he does. But what kind of score would you give this buddy fucker? Oh man, he's in politics, man. He gets a four. I he gets a four for me. He crashed into another. He crashed into like. Did he once in this article? Like, did anybody elicit that he's sorry about what happened or whatever? No, he's just brushing it off, like. Oh, you know, it was a mishap. Just a few glasses of wine. Well, how big were the glasses, you dick bubble? Dick bubble. Like, come on, man. So, I I have zero sympathy in my life for anybody who gets a DUI. None whatsoever. Fuck you. Screw you. Go to hell. Uh, So, that does play a a factor in this. So, take the politics completely out of it. Just say it was the DUI alone, and the guy's a dickhead. Uh, Yeah, four. Definitely. All day long. So, our next story and our last story... Is coming from Vice.com. And the headline reads, Hundreds of QAnon fans are going to Texas to see JFK return. No, seriously. Uh, This happened. This is actually past tense now, so uh, I'll give... uh, Spoiler alert, we're going to tell you what actually happened at the end. Hundreds of QAnon supporters are currently traveling from across the U.S. to Dallas, where they are expected to see John F. Kennedy suddenly reappear on Tuesday night and ordain former President Donald Trump as the King of Kings. Some QAnon followers were so eager to secure their place for the return of JFK that on Monday night, hundreds of them gathered in uh, Daly Plaza where Kennedy was shot in 1963, waiting for the latest QAnon conspiracy theory to come true. QAnon influencers are promoting several different versions of the conspiracy theory and of what will happen Tuesday night. According to Whiplash 347, an account with almost 250,000 followers, Trump will be reinstated as the 18th president of the United States. Because ever since 1871... um, the date that the sovereign citizen movement claims that the U.S. became a corporation is illegal. Uh, Whiplash 347 continues that Trump will then step down and John F. Kennedy Jr., who died in a plane crash in 1999, will become president like he would have if it wasn't for Killary plotting to kill him. Joining JFK Jr. as vice president will be disgraced former National Security Advisor Michael Flynn. At this point, Trump will ascend to become the one of seven new kings, most likely the king of kings. Michael Brian Protzman, who runs the Negative 48 channel with over 100,000 subscribers, sees things slightly differently. Protzman, who's uh, long claimed that Kennedy's bloodline is directly linked to Christ, he told his followers on Tuesday that JFK Sr., Jackie, and JFK Jr. will be reintroduced to the world Then JFK Sr. will travel around for seven days, then will pass. 
Before he dies, however, JFK Sr. will transfer power to Donald Trump and JFK Jr. will become Trump's vice president. Another part of the conspiracy claims that JFK will concede with the revisions of the Julian calendar, which means the date will change immediately back to October 20th. A ludicrous and outrageous as these claims are is a clear indication of the hold that uh, QAnon conspiracy movement has on its followers that hundreds of them gathered in Dallas more than 24 hours before this uh, is all scheduled to take place. A live video of the gathering on Monday was posted onto YouTube by Patriot Dave, a QAnon supporter from Missouri. He spoke to dozens of members of the crowd asking them if they had traveled for, where they had traveled to from traveled to the event from. People said they had come from Florida, Oklahoma, Tennessee, Delaware, New York, California, North Carolina, Michigan, Arizona, Utah, Minnesota, Georgia, South Dakota, and Indiana. Many of them wore in attendance wore t-shirts with the words Trump Kennedy 2024 emblazoned on the front. Many more QAnon followers had indicated that on Telegram groups and other QAnon message boards, they had also intended to travel to Dallas on Tuesday for what they believe would be the moment they've been waiting for when Trump is vindicated and order is restored. JFK Jr. has been a part of the QAnon conspiracy mythos for some time. It began in June of 2018 when someone claimed to be him posted on a message board on 8chan never heard of 8chan is that like 4chan and suggested that he was the person behind the movement and last week in las vegas two people who are QAnon followers have claimed uh our jfk jr in disguise appeared on stage during the uh patriot double down a major QAnon focused conference wow 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 um spoiler alert uh, JFK Jr., JFK Sr., they, they did not um, rise from the dead. And nope. Joe Biden is still president of the United States. <laughs> and uh, there was no coronation. There is no king of kings. And none um, of that has happened. The rapture has not occurred. <laughs> and all the, compu- guess- and all the computers didn't shut down. And it is not October again. <laughs> no. Nope, none of that, none of that actually happened. As we sit here on the 6th of November, I can assure you that we have not traversed the boundaries of time and space. And, uh, yeah. So, you know, I'd like to introduce these people to a man named Jim Wallace. Uh, I heard he makes some excellent Kool-Aid. Jesus Christ! Uh, no, man, that's exactly what this shit sounds like. Imagine what would happen if we actually lived in a world where people jumped behind worthy causes, like feeding hungry people or, you know, finding cures for diseases. No, oh, we tried that. You know? We tried that. We tried that. And people people think we're it's the government trying to track them. <laughs> right. You know, um, you know, how about we jump behind the... JFK Jr. returning and crowning a... Now, this isn't politics. This is math, okay? We're going we're gonna to come down and we're going to crown a 70... What? 74? 75? 75-year-old man, the king of kings. How okay? old is Donald Trump? How old? Come on. Come on, Siri. You can do it. She can do it. Donald Trump is 75 years old. 
Yeah. You're right. So we got a 75-year-old man to be crowned the new King of Kings. The new... Now, if he had been given this title at 35, perhaps things may have played out a little bit differently. But at 75 years old, there's not a lot of time to, like, uh, you know, plant the seeds for a fucking empire here. People, perhaps you're putting your money on the wrong horse. Like, same... And, and you know what? I mean, anybody who wants to go, oh, you know, anti... First off, I don't follow politics, and I feel the same way about a 78-year-old man, Mr. Joe Biden, being a president. And true indeed. Okay. All right. Like, so politics aside, I, it's it's about the age. You know, it's about the age. Come on, QAnon. Like, well, fuck the, come just on. Take, take Trump's name out of it. Just the fact that they think someone who was assassinated live on television is going to raise from the dead, be, instantly become president, uh, advocate to somebody. It's all. It, 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 just right there this, is... like i i'm not gonna lie man i had a couple i had a couple stints where i was having a hard time paying attention because what you're reading is just so, it, it, like it's just stupid like i wouldn't like if i saw this kind of fucking plot line on the back cover of a book i'd be like burn it <laughs> like uh like this should have ne- like somebody owed somebody a favor at the public publication company that's the only reason this thing hit the shelves. Jeez. Like, no, man. I, if they would have put an alien in there or maybe Johnny Depp somewhere, like, maybe I would have been interested the whole time. But this, like, people put money behind this, man. People flew in from fucking California. People California. flew in from, people flew in from all over the country for this. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, imagine if they put those, like, same amount of money that you put for bus fare go put towards like you know buying food for a homeless shelter and see what kind of difference you actually make like come on now that is what it is people you know and and i'm sorry i gotta i gotta label your your mic cut out there like you gotta label it a what a five I'm going to say a five as well, not because they wasted their time and money and were disappointed, but because they are that deranged that they believe this shit. And that is downright dangerous, in my opinion. Uh, That's kind of where I'm thinking, too. (sighs) Well, that being said, folks, this brings us to an end of another episode. Make sure that you like, subscribe, or do whatever it is you do on whatever platform you're listening to us on, because Lord knows we are on a number of them. Uh, hopefully, this will be our first one on Spotify video as well. But if not, you can still listen to us on Spotify, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Anchor, Google Podcast, Breaker, Apple Podcasts, and CastBox, and numerous others that just picked up our RSS feed without telling us. The only thing we ask is that you don't pay us a dime, you simply pay attention. Folks, I am the Razgrees, my co-host, the Buck Grundle, wishing you a happy week, and we'll see you next week for the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast.